Gosh. You had friends in San Diego that were that would literally live at those places. Oh my all the gosh! I don't name. make anything. You know, Sorry. I just it just kills Let me. Let me see it. Huh? Yeah. What are you it's, showing? Pay it. stubs. No, it's too embarrassing. Okay. <laughs> all right. Pay stubs, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we're comparing pay stubs. Hey, Corby, what about little David Duvall, huh? Well, okay, is he tied to the lead? still talking about strip clubs? Yeah. He's in third. You mean third, address that? Third after three rounds, only three behind Tiger. Little Just role little play. For you. All I'm saying yeah. is... Bust out the director's chair. Very good omen for next year. We hope so. Very good. It'd be nice to see David competing again. Does he still have AIDS? He never no, had it. Never hey, had it, but bro. he was pretty gone at one point. So yeah, what? He was it? just taking the medication. What's he look like? I mean, is he is he still real lean? No, he's lean, but he's not cut. No, like he he's not be. like he's not anywhere close to what he was. Because that messed up what? his swing. You know what? That's good. It is good. He needs he to be, be a little, little pudge. Yeah, he doesn't need to be ripped. Speaking of pudge, Craig, have you uh, regressed at all? Or are you holding steady? Holding steady, baby. Week of Vegas, and I'm holding steady. Wow. You did the Although I realized I, I didn't have nearly as good a time in Vegas as I usually do because I didn't drink. Oh, you didn't drink at all? No. How do you play cards and not drink? Badly. Not, not Badly. well. <laughs> not well. I told Rick. I said, that, I screwed up. It's not. Because you play too conservative when you're uh, sober? Is that I the deal? Didn't, I just didn't have as good enough time. You're a little bit more tense, yeah. Yeah, see, man, you got what, what? in Vegas. You got to go into it, see, man. You got to go into it with the idea that you're going to get drunk. <laughs> That's when you know you have a good time in Vegas, and you're going to lose money. Right. That's when you have a a low count. It's just a see, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here for me. Be here all week. But you you got to go in with the attitude that you're going to lose money, you know. And to do that, you have to be drunk because if you're sober and you're huh. losing money, then then you're you're constantly got the register going in yeah. your head, but not hammered. If you're hammered, then you get reckless. It's kind of like golf. Yeah, you I mean, can't. You get to a point where you gotta you gotta have a little bit of a carefree yep. attitude, but not stupid. Yep. Right. Mm. On the ticket. Like when if you take an amphetamine before work. Right. Just be careful. Yeah. You haven't done that. Still be stupid. <laughs> What's wrong with amphetamines? Are they bad for you? I don't know. Not in your day. <clears throat> no. Were they really prevalent? Apparently. Yes. In the seventies. Yes. No. Greenies. Is Whoa. that what they were called? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was it just speed and that's it? Yeah. Speed? No, no, no. Greenies weren't speed. They were, uh, they're like diet pills today. Speed oh, was diet pills? Like, I think, Like what? cyanide? Diet. diet. Oh. Like ephedrine? Yeah. Well, you know, like, I drank one of those high energy drinks at Rockstar or whatever one day, and I was blasting. And it's kind of the same thing. Took you back? It took me way back. Nose started bleeding immediately. Way back to the beginning of time. I think, Gordon, you should, as being the Oprah of the ticket, just start taking massive amounts of diet pills just to see how your body reacts. Nah. Just start shaking. I'll start up at the beginning of the year. By, like, February, half, middle of February, I'll be gone. Doesn't that thrash you? That, all right, I'll just do it at the beginning. The, the New Year, that's what I'm going to do it. Well, I, I think it's, it's just dumb to do it during the holidays. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, to may diet? as well get your or money's worth out of the holidays and then... Yeah. yeah. My question is, I don't eat any more during the holidays than I do any other time of well, the year. Well, then you're you're not like other humans. Yeah. yeah well, why do you, because there's so many parties you got to go to. Right. What? You, you're get not going to eat my special potato surprise? <laughs> okay. Sugar I'm really... I'm stuffed, but okay. Take this plate of cookies home with you. Yeah. No, I really don't want to. I made them for you. I thought you was a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Are you rejecting Jesus? Them. <laughs> All right, I'll eat these cookies for Jesus. All right, thank you. 
I so just, what's, you're just crucifying him all over again, aren't you? <laughs> so what, I'm curious. What's the signature dish that's been in your family for generations that's going to be on that Thanksgiving table? Sodomy. It's not a... Wow. It's not really a How dish. How many courses is that? It's not a dish. It's a 241 grand. Yeah. Just write it off. Daddy. One course. Like, what do they serve in Mississippi that's a big, big Thanksgiving treat? Ambrosia. Besides Catfish sodomy. turkey. Catfish turkey. Catfish turkey, Corby. <laughs> anybody, having a tur- anybody having a turducken? No, we. Uh, my parents. Uh, uh, Jackalope. The, the dressing is is big in yeah in our sausage neck of the woods. No, liver. You know what? I don't know what's in it. To be honest with you, they just make it and I eat it. Jackalope. Not a jackalope. What is a jackalope? I don't know. Look at a postcard. All right. Right now, look at a postcard. <laughs> right, a jackalope yeah. appears in every postcard. Hey, according it does. to Rick. Make this it's work. Like, where's Waldo? Hey, look, it's a yeah. it's a picture it's of Maui. A Make what this is work. That right there in the corner. Make this thing work, Gordon. You you know computers. I don't know computers. Yeah, you do. <clears throat> I only know with, Apple. You're obsessed with computers. <laughs> oh, whatever. I'm upset with you <laughs> because such an elitist. I'm upset with Gordon because he backed out of the football game the other night. What was that? Oh, I'm sick. I can't make it to the game. Oh, yeah. Monday night. Yeah. Here and he then, is in Philadelphia. Then as soon as they... Every human being on the planet that lives here, at least, would die to have a what? ticket to that game. You got me. Every human being lives on the planet. And here Gordon is, man, I had, I had a Philly cheesesteak. I can't go. I'm I don't think sick. it was Philly cheesesteak. I think it was, like, uh, food. I had, it was a, some sort of virus. I had ten cheesecakes at Corner Bakery. I just don't feel well. <laughs> yeah. And I, listening I to George... I really is. did have a bunt cake... I never, I didn't finish either of them, but I did order two desserts that started my meal: a bunt cake and some sort of brownie. Listen Before to George and Craig, with everybody throwing up in the parking lot, you'd have fit right in. Why not? Why not? I go? know it. Well, you know what? As soon as the clock expired in that game, I felt great. All of a sudden, my health was restored. Oh, wow. I started growing, and my muscles grew so big, my shirt split open, and I just. Now, you're all about trying, power all about trying places. Two. You go to Europe a lot and all that. Why would you go to a, a chain restaurant when you go to Philly? Because it was uh, basically on the same block as we were in Corner yeah. Bakery's Good Bet. Corner so Bakery? They, yeah. I know, but they get Corner Bakeries everywhere. That's yeah, true. But you don't, when you're hungry and you only have 15 minutes to eat, you don't have time for a lot of research. I agree with Rick. Rip out the photos, Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this looks reasonable. <laughs> oh, it's got only two dollar signs. So, it, did you have a Philly cheesesteak out there? Yeah, we had it at the original. Is it authentic? Uh, I mean, did it taste any different? What you can get out here? It I, was horrible. You know, I went up there. Uh, horrible or horrifying? Both. I was up there for the uh, Michael Irvin game. Yeah, you know, I was covering the game where uh, Irvin got his head driven in the turf. Mm-hmm. Mm, good times. And um, you know, the night before on Saturday night. I met one of Corby's buddies mm. who came in from Delaware. What? Yeah, met him for about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, handed him out. something, he handed you something, you all walked away like you didn't know each other. <laughs> Tell Corby hi. Just palm it. <laughs> but we did try and do the... Warning, uh, this is strong stuff, man. <laughs> Can't do it like your other stuff. We did try and do the cheesesteak thing. We did like a cheesesteak doubleheader. Didn't you all get uh-huh. hammered? Oh, we got so hammered. But, <clears throat> yeah, we did the same thing where we were eating cheesesteaks out on the street at 2 a.m., and the second cheesesteak was... your new song? Yeah. The second cheesesteaks on the street at 2 a.m. You I had couldn't, two? I, well, we had one early, and we didn't really like it, and then we had one late. Oh, we had wow. one early, but we didn't like it. When you're really like hammered? It. The second so one was really bad. We had better. one late, 
I wish I could remember the names of the places. You know what? Gino's. That's one of them. Pat's. I thought there's two right on the corner of each other. Would you shut up? Would you shut up? It just writes itself, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Aren't there, aren't there two I love competing your cheesesteak song. Cheesecake uh, places right across the street from each other. Yeah, Gino's. Gino's. Yeah. We went to Pat's. Gino's is better. Well, you, I know that now. Well, and you know what I did when I went up there? Because I went up there like three or four years in a row to cover that game. I mm. went up there That's three scoreboard. years in a row to cover the game. But the first time I went oh. up there, I, I uh, went to... But the first time I went Atlantic. up there, I uh, 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 went to... <laughs> oh, it's a sket song. How far is Atlantic City from there? Uh, well, how far, Craig? You're eastern. Three, uh, about an three hour and blocks. Half. Yeah, we drove to Atlantic City. Um, I got really hammered. Mm. Lost a lot of money. Seems to be the constant in all these stories. <laughs> There's a headline. Came back. Do you know where you are? <laughs> and then I, uh, and then marriage. <laughs> I gotten a I got a cheesesteak prior to going to Atlantic City, and I ate half of it, and the other half was in my be- uh, laying on my bed. And I was so drunk, and it was like the most obnoxious, disgusting scene as I... That you just started <laughs> working on it. <laughs> just pushing the meat out. Yeah, that party <laughs> Like a deleted scene from American Pie. Yeah. <laughs> Known as the cheesesteak scene. I lost Corby enough un- money. I guess I can do this. <laughs> Corby uncut. Cheese Whiz feels just like it. Oh, man, it works. Gross. <laughs> well, you know. Well, What anyway, was your story? I don't, I don't even know the end of the story. I don't remember. You just looked and saw a cheesesteak so you were, uh, on your bed? You were hunched up like Gollum Yeah, well, steak. I was so excited to get in there and finish off the cheesesteak, you know? I press it. <laughs> That's what it always looked like. By the way, you always looked like Gollum several times during the day. Have you seen hey, Matt's uh, Harry Potter. Do you like it? it? Loved it. It's three hours long, though. Have you seen the King Kong preview? No. Looks good. I'm but hoping. I'm that that hurt Jaime's good looking. Who? For King Jaime? Who's Jaime? Yeah, she, Emma Watson. Yeah. Yeah, a little young to be talking about her, but what, King Kong? has potential. Oh, I think she's aged now. She's, she's no, like 17? 15. She's 15. Oh. Is this King Kong we're still talking right. about? Is she cute? Oh. Yes, very. Post-date those comments. <laughs> Open yeah, them back up in 2007. <laughs> right. Yeah, Matt said it was really good. Said it wasn't as good. It's never as good as the book. But uh, he plows through those books in two nights. He can read? Yeah, he's amazing. I guess I'm going to have to wait until I have school. kids to catch up on the whole Harry Potter thing. Yeah, see, I, I saw what? the first one. I started trying I've to never read seen that first book, and I was like, eh. I've never seen any of them okay. or read any of them. So They're all I'm, very good. I'm totally out on it. As a parent, still amazing. Watch. It's still like, amazing what? that the, the author was a, a homeless mother Yep. writing those books in some I don't dive somewhere. I don't think the car, she's, no, she's a billionaire. Watch out, he's composing. There's a song written about her. <laughs> and there was a song written about her. You're immediately. God. Oh, I hate music. Good luck with the next two hours, Corby. By the way, no, I'll, I'll, I'll tease that. Okay. By the way, no, 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 I'll tease that. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. See ya. Bye.
I thought when I was planning it, I thought, out, you're I, out could, <laughs> <laughs> I, thought I could Woo! sustain it when I was planning it for about eight months. I was going to give it eight months to see if I liked it. Because that then, would be like... And then reassess. That would be like three books, yeah. basically. Yeah, so then I was going to reassess. Can you imagine <laughs> eight months? <laughs> oh, my. All right. You so, know what I watched last night? What? Porn? No. Guy-on-guy stuff? <laughs> yeah, that's not porn. Coal miner's daughter. You guys remember that? I was born a coal miner's daughter. Did you ever see that? Sissy yeah. Spacek, Tommy uh-huh. Lee Jones. Dude, it is horrible. great. She's phenomenal. She won Best Actress for that. And she is so dead on. If you've ever seen Loretta Lynn, she's so in concert money. How many people on this crew do you think have seen Loretta Lynn in concert? <laughs> you have? Yeah, like 64 times. Huh. My, daddy used, number. To, my daddy used to follow her around. Number. <coughs> hey, speaking of uh, 64, you know, Paul McCartney's about to Are come you going? on Sunday. I don't have tickets. And I, and I keep debating whether or not to do it. And Did you, know you go what? last time? I hate myself. I want to tell you that. Did you I go last myself. time? No, no, I didn't. Have you ever seen And it? I had... Somebody give me tickets last time, and I didn't go. If somebody somebody gives you tickets this time, give them to me. I will go if someone gives me tickets. Have you seen him? Yeah, I've seen him. Okay, well, I saw him at Texas Stadium back in '95 or whatever it was. Right. Or, but my USSR, my current girlfriend, and we haven't been going out that long at two months. But uh, she's never seen him, so I was thinking, you know, that'd be nice to let her see him. But he is about to turn sixty-four. He is going to get so. Killed with that song. Boy, he is. He probably never thought he'd make it to 64. Oh, this is a shout out to you. You're 64. Who's that? Every DJ in America. Huh. Here we go, Paul. Sounds like people who covered the Kennedy assassination <laughs> are giving. Um, so, yeah. So, I, I will go if someone gives me tickets. I'm more interested price. in the Stones. You I've know, never seen the Stones. Maybe I, I should go see them. Yeah, I, I'm going to try and uh, I'm going to try and 
scalp tickets, I think. Good luck. I don't care. Uh, you know what? I'm going to wait it out. I'll wait until they start. Because they'll probably play for two plus hours, right? Yeah. I'll just wait until they start. Wait until the fire sale. There may not be a fire sale, though. Well, then I won't see them. Yeah, but I'm you not, may not see them. I don't care. I'm just going to roll the dice. I don't want to spend a couple hundred bucks You should roll the ticket. tumbling dice. <laughs> <laughs> the five. end. High five. <laughs> go to commercial. No, don't go to commercial. So I bought... We're back. Uh, I didn't buy. We just came out of retirement. My friend bought four tickets for the Stone Show for um, me and my wife. Your rich gay friend? He and his wife. Yeah, my gay rich friend. What are you going to do with baby? Uh, he's put him in a box. Just put him in a little shoe box. Mm -hmm. We'll be back. Kick him up onto the guest bed. We'll be back. The dogs will raise you tonight. Put some grass in there for him to eat. Poke well, some holes in the top. Well, we do every night. <clears throat> so, but my wife is like, I don't know if I'm going to want to go to that. I don't know if, if I'm going to... She's just... I'm like, it's the stones. And she just doesn't really care. So, which is fine. Just, uh, concerts. Just people I know you around. don't like... I know you don't They're like people. in the same air. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> But I cannot I've just wait. never been one of those people, man, I just feed off the energy of the crowd. I don't feed off any energy. Hey, it's New Garden again. <laughs> I don't feed off the energy. I just like, if I like the music, I like to go see the band. That's bottom line. I don't care about the crowd or. Yeah, but, but those. I mean, those like when big... I was in Texas Stadium, watching Paul on the video screen, he was singing the line about. A, a second and a half before I actually heard it. Yeah, but, but, that was. well, that's a bad. But play. the AAC is. I saw my first show at the AAC uh, a couple weeks ago. I saw Depeche Mode there, and oh, oh, oh. <laughs> they didn't play that. Oh, um, boom, boom, boom. How did they not play that? That's one of their big. Did you get plugs? No. Then David's hairline looked like he's got plugs in the front there. Not really. No. It looks like he needs a haircut. Oh. See, I think you got plugs. They didn't play people or people or master and servant, either of those. Master or servant of why should it be? No, you're combining the oh. two. Um, but no, I, it was my first show at the American Airlines Center, and I thought it was really good. I thought the sound was excellent. and Did everything count in large amounts? It did. That was one of their encores. But oh, it, oh, oh. But I was really impressed. And, you know, I don't go to those Don't big, touch my Apple product. I don't go to those big arena shows very often. Right. And it's just a neat experience. I've seen Springsteen It wasn't there. a story. It was uh -huh. just kind of an interjection into the larger story. I think Springsteen's the only concert I've seen there. That was fine. Nothing wrong with that. Was he yeah. the boss? Yeah, he was, was the, he the, he he was the boss. Was he the boss of you? Yeah, he was the boss of me. <sighs> what did you request? What? Do I, really, I don't know how concerts work. What? Do yeah, I really look like I have plugs? You yeah, you do. Because do. Do really? it's like in uh, a checkerboard pattern. Your your my hairline. Yeah, I it's can like see. Between I can, little checkerboard. I can see where that front part could be misconstrued. Is is I had, I do have like implants. an inconsistent hairline. Yeah, That's and I have like adoption. you're receding. Yeah, well, I have like little baby hairs here, and sometimes I. Pull you know, them out you know why? Because most hmm. most. Mothers who want their child to be adopted, they'll put like little tiny razor blades at the end of their exit portal. What? And that way it'll screw up your hairline. Mm. Look it up. Look it up. I am receding internet. a little bit though. On the internet encyclopedia. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm, I'm never going to go bald. 
Whoa. Baldness can't touch me. Ooh. See, the thing is, you don't know much about your family history. That's right. I got too much hair. Yeah, but it goes away. No. Look at Andre Agassi. It, it hadn't started yet. It's not going to start. It has started. We're looking at it. We just, well, we're just, talking it's, about it. We're seated like a quarter of an inch. No, that's like a quarter an inch. Century. I have super thick hair, but I have the really back receding yeah. thing, you know? But it's really thick wherever I have it, where it's grown. But it's a possibility it could go. Never. Yours or mine? Either of us. Because we're going to stay young forever. High five. Oh, gosh. Oh, oh, oh. oh. had dap confusion <laughs> and punch confusion. What's the punch called? <clears throat> um, yeah. The fist bump? Fist bump. What is that? I don't know. Blow you up. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, come on. Blow me up. Never say that in the Middle East, by the way. I did that once. <laughs> I was in the Middle East. Hey, what's happening, Muhammad? Blow me up. Still, I will! Still ah! <laughs> they all reach for their triggers. <laughs> yeah. Ripped open his jacket and there was a ripcord. No! Still oh, okay, the, I'm sorry. The greatest things that I've ever seen in my life when Craig and I were at, in California at the UCLA-Oklahoma game and we're hanging out with this freaking nut who had partied all night, stayed up all night at a rave. Partied every day? He's like 30. He'd been at a rave all night long, started drinking at like 8 in the morning, you know, and... Starts telling us these stories. He has this big scar on his back, you know. And he's like, yeah, I got that snowboard. And had to have a piece of my bone out of my, my, uh, my back removed to fuse it into my neck because I broke my neck. So he's just this wild-ass crazy guy. And he's telling the story about how he went to this party and hooked up with a 49-year-old lady and tried to hook up with him, her, and her daughter. And while he was performing a certain act on the mother, uh-huh. he goes, I want, I want to do your daughter. Mark. And the woman, like, raised up and was like, what did you just say? You heard me. She's like, get out of here. <laughs> He's like, but he goes, had to take a shot. I mean, you had to, right? What were we talking about, David? That's where you and I were having a nice my, conversation. My hairline. So yeah, anyway, your hairline. So anyway, the guy... The guy was telling the story, and he's like, so, and we just went up drinking all night. And he turns to Craig. He's like, blow me up. Will you turn Corby's mic off? He goes, blow me up. And Craig, like... <laughs> and Craig reaches. He goes, what? He goes, blow me up, dude. And he's holding his fist yeah. out. And Craig goes, um, all right. And, like, kind of touch. He's like, no, blow me up. And so they, like, tap fist. And the guy goes, that's blowing me up. Craig's like, all right. Craig said he never felt more... Can we go back to Dave's interjection? That's a good story. Gosh. All right, Dave, I need to apologize to you. I owe you a huge apology. That's Corby's receiver story. (sighs) Wow. Okay. Working with you and you (laughs) is the worst moment of my life. The worst moment of my life. Hmm. Okay. All right. Hey, did everybody see all the stuff? Let's talk about <laughs> it. We will talk about that next. 1028 on the ticket. <laughs> it's mine. Don't Give play it to me. don't it's play mine. with that on the air. It's mine. We were having a really fun guess the song game. What was that? <laughs> All right, guess the song. 
What'd you do last night, man? Uh, just had some dinner. Uh, I guess we should hit the phones. Yeah, uh, we're uh, taking calls at uh, 214-787-1310. Brandon, hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Welcome. Hey, man. How's it going? All right, man. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. Uh, our producer's telling us in our ear to let you go. We think this is a prank. Don't refer to me. Uh, talk to me. What? Don't refer to me. Talk to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't turn it up more. We can hear you in our ear, sir. Uh, hey, we're trying to do a show. Where's Pete, where's Pete Tenney? <laughs> Give me that. This is so no! It's no, it's so annoying. Here. Go ahead. Do a show. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, well, okay, it's 10.38 on Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, you've got the rant Reset. with Gordon Ke- Reset. You've got the rant with... In all honesty, this is a little something for the listener. This is what we have to deal with when you're trying to do a show. All right? Yeah, it's 10.38, Sports Radio 1310. The ticket, you've got the rant with Gordon Keith, Corby Davidson, and Dave Blaine. We'll be taking point. your Hit calls at 214-787-1310. We're talking about the uh, latest stories of the day and all the things that's making news in the paper. All right, we need to uh, probably get to the big story right now, if we might. Uh, the story is the ongoing war in Iraq. Uh, more dying over there. Did you realize bombing, we have we've had a big bombing that happened yesterday? Twelve people died. And twelve people died in this thing. It's pretty it's pretty wild. It's pretty horrible, actually. Um, it's a terrible event. It was a terrible event, and we, our thoughts and prayers are certainly with the people who have died. Uh, we bring in Dave Lane now. Dave, uh, kind of tell us your thoughts about what happened over there. Well, it just seems Dave's like the, the star, uh, seems like the unrest just continues. It really does, and um, <laughs> the unrest. I think the unrest is is something that a lot of people didn't expect to go on this long. Who are you? Reset. Uh, I'm Gordon Keith. You're listening to Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. Topic. What are you talking and about? And we are talking about the recent bombings uh, in Iraq and Where's how Iraq? the the war is going over there in the Middle East, which, of course, is where Iraq is located. So we want uh, to get your phone calls on this matter. 214-787-1310 is our telephone number. That's 214-787-1310. Uh, 214-787-1310. Uh, the number for you to call if you want to chime in on this topic. We're ready to hit the phones. We are ready to hit the phones Let's now. Line Let's go to line one. And, uh, line one's not there. Let's go We're going to go to line two. Uh, how, hi, how are you? You're That's on Sports Radio 1310. Yeah, we, you cuss. You're not allowed to cuss, sir. Thank you very much for your time. Hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket with Gordon Keith. Hey, what, what is going on with the callers today? I'm not sure exactly what's going on. What's that? Okay. We're building delay. <laughs> We're building delay right now. All right, hey, thank you all for being a part of this show. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, my producer, Corby Davidson.
Uh, you don't get to hear much of him on the air, but he, I assure you he is doing his job back Quit behind the scenes. On me. Quit on me. Uh, let's uh, turn our focus to Dave Lane, my co-host. Thank you so much, Dave, for your my pleasure participating for, uh, in the show participating today. In the show Bring out the best in Dave. Talk about a, a drunk story or something. There's, uh, hey, uh, let's, let's talk about some of your funny stories that you've had when you've been drunk. It's really hit the highlights here, Dave. Uh, what, about the, the what about the story of pushing your Jeep home when you had a pant full of seed? Yeah, that was an interesting uh, occasion that uh, happened uh, several years ago when I was uh, really uh, this is a Dave desperate human. This uh, telling uh, you a story. Yeah, this is Dave, and um, you're listening to uh, The Rant on uh, Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. We're taking right. your calls at 214 no, no. <laughs> We're wrapping up now. Oh. Thank you. Dave, what city were you in? Uh, we're in Dallas, Texas. We're serving the, uh, super serving the Metroplex. Uh, How many lives here, Dave? Shut up! Shut up! Stop talking in my ear! I can't do a show this way! Stop it! You know, it's not that bad, but I swear in some cities where the ratings are really poor, the program director tells the producer to do stuff like that all the time. It is, it's so maddening. It's not that bad here at the ticket, but when I was um, like doing television stuff, you have one that's of those little earpieces in, and that's what I had. I mean, it was just, it was over-direction. I was like, oh. And they would always talk when you're supposed to be listening to the other person. Right. And so you never hear what your guest is saying. The worst is when, when they're saying, okay, you got five seconds. Four, three, two, one. And then you got to start whatever you have. And then it has to be like a minute and 20 seconds. And in 20 seconds... Before uh, you got to go out and throw it to whoever, they start the countdown. 20. Yeah. 19. And you're, <laughs> you're trying to cram it all in there. And, and with, uh, you know, in radio, let's go to a break. Okay, we're getting ready to go to a break. You can, you can take it as long as you want, but in TV, you have to get out. Well, I'm just trying to tell you that, uh, uh, and then you start panicking and you forget what you say. Anybody who's thinking about doing television, it's not that great. It really isn't. You've done some, Corby. Yeah. Compared to radio, if you have to choose mediums, man, I'm telling you. And I was under that delusion, too, when I first started in whatever media, whatever you call it. Um, I was like, oh, man, TV, man, that's the real glamour thing. This is a stepping thing. stone. Yeah. I'll be on TV soon. Yeah, TV is where you want to be, and that is the furthest thing from the truth. Because we know people in TV, and you work... A million hours, they don't, I don't think they make that much. No. I was surprised to find out how little some TV people make. And it's just a beating of a job that never stops. You know who works in TV? I believe our very own lazy-voiced Pete Tenney <laughs> works in television. He wakes up in Oklahoma. Do you find that the rewards are equal in radio and television, Pete? You guys were just, uh, I believe, speaking my own delusions, thinking, you know, radio, i got to get into TV somehow in order for myself to make money someday, kind of broaden right. my media background. And uh, I wish you'd come up with this episode maybe, like, a month ago, two months ago, it helped a lot. Job. Thanks a lot, See, guys. See, here's the deal. I think that the best job in media 
is about what you get on ticket. You do a, a talk show that's real flexible. You don't have to, you know, if you mess up, it's funny. You know, it's it's yeah. not like you you're you're not in this suit and tie where you have to keep uh, keep it going. Well, uh, we will certainly try to get back to that video in just a moment and all that kind of BS. It's about the best job in media. If there's an error in TV, and I mean like a glitch, it's embarrassing to everyone. Yeah. Here everybody's Why? laughing. Right. Why is that? I don't because know. Because you're wearing wish, a tie. And I wish. <laughs> That's the only reason. I think reason. Channel 8 had some big meltdown uh, just this past week. And it's like they, they panic so badly. Instead of just one of them going, gosh, what happened to the video there? Well, yeah. we really had that. Who knows? And like, then we'll ragging on the, like, yeah, rag what are you on doing it? in there? Have a little fun with it, yeah. you know? Who's in but, charge of but this? But they show an extreme lack of improv skills. Well, TV they, um, people just seem like they can't handle it. The video monitor <laughs> screen seems to have shut down in some way. We will uh, certainly uh, sometimes... Well, folks, uh, sometimes this does happen in broadcast. We'll continue to follow this story. Oh, um, gosh. It, it just, looks like we're having technical difficulties, as though you couldn't see that. Yeah. Right. Sure. It looks that way. Thanks yep. for telling us what we're experiencing here. And then they're... Eyes are as big uh -huh. as saucers. <gasps> what do we do now? But you know what? That's the same. It's the same way like a KRLD or WBAP if they have some sort of mistake. Oh, let's just gloss over that really quick now and uh, yeah, instead the, of having fun with it. The main problem with TV though is that uh, yeah, you worked in TV too, Dave. Yeah, well, in the main, the main, I didn't work on camera, but the main um, problem with TV gross. Yeah, is Ooh, that most they, they have jobs off camera? Yeah, they do. <laughs> that Craig and I can't identify. Most of the work that's done. <laughs> in television is prior to air. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you work like 80% of your time off the air, and then you have this very little payoff at the end. To make but sure everything's invested into that little payoff. And everything, Whereas everything, in radio, it's kind of, you know, more of your time is actually spent in the actual product, you know, that you're yeah. broadcasting. You have some prep time, or in this case, no prep time in this show. But. And we, we can sit there in radio, somebody says something bad about you, well, you can just dedicate your show just firing back at them. In TV, <laughs> you just have to sit there and listen to people like a ticket bag on you all the time, and you have no forum to, to speak. The, you know, if you think somebody's got something wrong, you have no forum to talk back to. But all that work that you put in, all the 80 hours a week for, you know, one little 30-minute show, or, you know, and it's all based on one Ron Burgundy type doing it correctly. And Dave said, too, 80% of the time goes into putting it on, which it could be maybe 90 or 99% of the time goes behind the scenes. And if one little thing goes wrong on the way to it, or, heaven forbid, on air, the whole thing is garbage. Whereas in radio, you know, you have a couple of highlights over a three-hour show, and everything's great. Yeah. Every single show that we have highlights mistakes made in the media. <laughs> and we make big segments out of it. You know? I mean, it's... So, my point is that TV isn't what it's cracked up to be, in case you're going into, art, what is it, RTF? What do they call the radio now? Radio TV film. Radio TV film. It's time for a break. We're three minutes late already. All right, no, I'm hearing it. from my uh, producer that it's already time for a break. It's 1048 on the ticket. We'll take you? your phone calls next. I'm Gordon <laughs> Keith. <laughs> This is the place for men and women who like to eavesdrop on the guys that are universally obsessed with sports and sex. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. So Dave just sounded like an idiot. He says, hey, there really were some bombings in Iraq yesterday. <laughs> you were right. We're like, that's, that's why we did the story, Dave. I didn't know. 
God, don't play this song. Like I said, if it's not in Paper City, Dave doesn't know it happened. That's his. That is his newspaper. That's the only one he subscribes to. It's my lifeline. Did you see Mika Cena's running a special on tacos? <laughs> hey, there weren't any more bombings yesterday in University Park or Highland Park. West Village looks fine. <laughs> Candle Room didn't have any more bombings yesterday. Is Candle Room still around? Yeah. What's the other ones that are... Uh, Sense. Sense. Medici. Obar. This Obar's, could be... Obar's not a m- member bar, though. No, it isn't. This could be my most hated song of all time. I, is, I did enjoy your, uh, your top ten fat girl songs. Was I not so right? We, yeah. Okay, a few things that I'm I'm out of the loop on. Okay. What is cage norm? What's the what's the shtick? Uh, anytime anytime they the... anytime they talk about sexual stuff, they always have the norm. You norm know. norm releases himself from his cage and starts getting all worked up over it, and then we have to put him back. in. When did that start? Like, how did it start? Just improv we, on the air. And yeah. Yes. Well, we were saying we, we first started just playing drops whenever we talk about girls, you know, and Norm's going ooh ooh that kind of yeah. stuff, and then. I think one day I said, I said, yeah, we had to put him back in his cage. Tell him to shut up, you know, and then we got the cage sound effect. So, right. so it was your idea, is what you're saying? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Gosh. Okay, so that's cage norm. And then what's the, uh, what was the fat girl thing? You say that there's songs that fat girls listen to so they feel better about being fat? No. <laughs> they have, I, I claim that there's songwriters out there who specifically target fat women in their songs. And that was one of them. And I just listed the top ten songs. So how do they target? How do you target fat women? It's kind of like um, except getting a scope. Mm. It's kind of like the whole romance novel thing. Mm. I mean, romance novels novels are geared towards fat women. It gives them hope. So you're saying that romance novels star fat women in their novels to get no, 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 fat no, no, women no, hope they that ca- they could be that way? They cater to the romantic delusions of fat women. I disagree. I think they cater to romantic delusions. And I think what you're confused by is that more fat women are drawn to that stuff. Right. Because, because they're not because involved. Because they out. have no romance in their lives. Yeah, they're not in involved lives. in romance. And then right. this, this just kind of, that's the carrot. Just, there's hope there for them. So they dream about, you know, one day their knight in shining armor singing to them like Peter Cetera. But see, I think that all women are deluded by they the, are the fantasy of romantic love. They are. Yeah. And and the But uh, we're just most annoyed by fat women. <laughs> <laughs> and the gla- and the glamour of Hollywood romance, yeah. you know. You know, I swore when I'd marry him, he'd be my knight in shining armor for the rest of my life and you know what? We just don't have the passion we want. What happened? What happened? He just doesn't look at me that way anymore. He doesn't. He never brings me flowers. Well, I mean, he does, you know, three or four times a year, but, but you know what you're saying? And it, has, it should be every day. Every day I should feel like I did on my wedding day. And oh, it has nothing God. to do with the fact that I've packed another hundred pounds on my frame since our wedding day. Put on a hundred pounds. But you know what? You're supposed to love someone no matter what they look like. We found each other. That's all that matters. Yeah, I bitch at him about working too much. Oh, here's another one. <laughs> this is not a bad song. Song. I think people... I think the Ghost. Righteous Brothers had some great stuff. Ghost ruined this song, though. 
Yeah, yeah and I love it that that is so iconic, that working the, what do you call the, the wheel? The, yeah. The pottery wheel? Ugh. I love it that that's so iconic that it still gets spoofed every once in a while. I saw it in something recently, and it cracked me up. That, oh, it was, oh, I know. It was that commercial where a guy's, like, sleeping at a restaurant, and some guy's singing in the background, and he started having this fantasy, and it showed the guy <laughs> with his shirt off, the wheel. and they're doing the pottery wheel together and stuff. You know, that scene creeps me out. And it did. I remember watching that at the theater going, this is just grody. All that clay. Until what, what decade Ghost came out in? 91. <laughs> Grody. <laughs> <laughs> to the max. This is the ultimate in Grody. Uh, this is not rad at all. <laughs> this is totally, not even totally tubular. I'm in Gagney. No one said tubular ever. I don't know what that is either. Why did that ever? That was never, it, that was a joke. It was in Valley but, Girl and but Square Peg. People and do it. say rad still. Yeah, rad is, is popular still. Tubular. Totally tubular. Does that come from surfing in the tube? So, yeah. It has to. Yeah. And rad means radical. And gag me with a spoon. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. <sighs> Did you guys watch Square Pegs? I, yeah, still I remember watching it's it. It's not on the air. Oh. I was trying to sound the hip with the kids Yeah, today. I do. <laughs> Absolutely. Every day. <laughs> Anybody watch Lost this week? Yes, sir. It was I a good one. You know what? That's the first episode I've watched. Yeah, you're caught up. Because are those people, were they ever part of the show until this week? No. Yeah. Well, the, the, the past couple shows, they've showed the them intersecting with Man, I like people. that Honduran-Mexican lady. Yeah, that Anna Lucia. Who is that? She, uh, she's a horrible actress. Yeah, she was in, like, uh, Girl Fight and Blue Crush. She always plays, like, that same butchy, butchy kind hot of... hot girl. Yeah. But uh, it looks she... Like she can really that had to hurt. Fighting her. Yeah. yeah. But she was in a, a flashback a long time ago because she ran into uh, the doctor, Jack, in the restaurant bar. Or the the airport bar. All right, I have tired head talking about Lost. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. So, um, anybody watch Veronica Mars this week? Woo! I didn't even know what that it was. And uh, then I saw that it, it's about a high school senior that solves crimes. I know. I, so I, I watched one and it was just, no, don't bother with it. I still need to watch My Name is Earl. I haven't seen that. It's I watched good. it and I, I watched last week's episode and it did nothing for me. I, I heard that was the worst episode. I haven't seen that one. Now, I, watched, I got a TiVo backup. I watched my, my third episode Earl. of the American Office last week and that was funny. That's getting funnier by the week. Yeah. It really is. That's it's not. Good. It's not to the level of the UK office, but it's it's closing in. So, is this, what, their second season? That, I love that kid. Yeah, it's the second season. I love uh, Dwight. It's, he's the creepy is kid from Six, Six Feet, Feet Under. Under. Yeah. He is so good. Yeah, he's very good. He, was, he had a really funny episode this past week. I need to TiVo that, too. Uh, there's too much pressure trying to watch television now. You, do, you can't. Mm. And my theory now is I can't watch shows that are an hour long. I, it has to be 30 minutes. That's and a just, theory or that's a policy you have? Well, it's a theory that turned into a policy. It's a policy of truth. Huh. Well, you know what? I, and I've got to delete these two timers because I'm inundated. But I've got Colbert Report, uh, Daily Show, Conan, and Jimmy, or not Jimmy Kimmel. But those three right there fill up my TiVo so fast, and I'll get two weeks behind and just plow, just look at them. Well, you, oh, you can't tape shows oh, that come on every those, day. Those kind of shows, you just have to resign yourself that you'll catch them when you catch them, that you can't. 
TiVo those and watch those. Right. Weekly shows you can try and get caught up on, but daily shows you just have to, if you're by the channel when it's on. Cool. Well, I'm just going to have to stick with one. I'll probably just stay with Daily Show. Yeah. And I watched Conan. Uh, we've already gone through that. And then uh, Colbert Report, he has one funny thing that I think is really funny. Have you seen it, Dave? I have, I've read about it. I've heard it's pretty All good, right. but I've, I've also heard that he's he's kind of in a box. He, he, yeah. do, he doesn't have as many places to go as The Daily Show does. Exactly. That is true. But he does this thing when he introduces his guest, okay? Oh, yeah. I heard about this. The guest is on a couch on a different set than his desk set, okay, where he does his opening and all his stuff. So he introduces, uh, and he does the, the first part of the show at his desk, you know, like John Stewart does. Then when it comes time to bring on the guest, he introduces them. And then he stand, when everyone starts applauding for the guests, Stephen Colbert stands up and is taking it all in and raising the roof and everything as he runs over to the other set and sits down and talks with the guest. So instead of the so guest walking out from behind right. the curtain and making their entrance... <laughs> So it's the host Colbert, walking over and making he, a he, second He applause. absorbs all applause as he goes over to the guest. <laughs> That's a good gag. It is. That cracks me up. That really cracked me up when I first saw it. All right, uh, let's go to the phones and get reaction on the bombing in Iraq. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hi. Hello, do we have phones? Melody song. I don't know if y'all realize or not, but the, the Righteous Brothers, they're not even responsible for it. They didn't write it. It was a, actually a really, really good fast-paced doo-wop song for that. There's nothing like that at all, though. It's, it's, it's real fast and kind of funny. And then before that, it was uh, it was in another form as a... What's as your a, point? See, so they didn't write that song? They did not write that song. And what was the other... Uh, they didn't write Unchained... Or, uh, what's the other song they wrote? You Don't Close Your Eyes Anymore? Oh. Twist and you Chill. lost that love and feeling? feeling. Yeah. I don't know if they wrote that or not. Well, what, okay. who, what, then you're not an expert. Yeah. <laughs> I can't trust so, you in anything. Let so Bill Parcells probably has the original version of Unchained Melody because he loves the doo-wop, right? He does? Unchained Melody. That's what I hear. Who likes doo-wop music? I do. Bill Parcells. No, you don't. Although, I, when I was a I kid... I think 50s music sucked, by the way. It was awful. It was a terrible decade. Awful. Well, anything before 1962 was... Well, I mean, you, 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 throw well, Elvis, you, had, you throw Elvis and... I mean, from like the 20s, you had like, uh, you know, that god-awful flapper music. Na, 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 na. They're the Andrews sisters and... Yeah, and then you got into your, uh, your in the 30s and 40s, you got into your big band phase. High Zarat wrote Unchained Melody. It was you don't like Zaret. flapper music? No. You don't like Michigan Rag? <laughs> I love that. And then <laughs> that was all bad music, and it was all done in that. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> no, it's weird. Why voice. was it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't enunciate anything. I know. Well, that boy, that was the Eddie Vedder voice of 1925. <laughs> Everybody sang like that. <laughs> Everybody sang. <laughs> Why is their hands always one hand's always waiting? They got they had palsy back then. <laughs> they all sang like the WB Frog. Right. <laughs> oh, Oh, anyway. What a terrible era for music. Hi, you're on the ticket. 
Yeah, I want to talk to Gordo. Yeah, this is he. Hi. Hi. Yeah, what do you want? What do you want to talk to me about? Uh, nothing. Oh. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, professional broadcasters, how hey, you doing? Hey, criminy. What's going on? I'm fine. I just, I thought the Johnny Cash movie came out. I'm so excited. Could I, could I sing it some of the Johnny Cash music for you guys? All right. By the way, do you like the idea of, in those type of biopics where the actor actually does the singing instead of dubbing instead, over the actual? Yeah. No. Like they did in The Doors. I thought that was cool. He pulled it off. You know, I, Coal Miner's daughter, um, Sissy Spacek, did that. She sang Loretta Lynn. Hi, on the sounded ticket. perfect. But Ray Charles sang in Ray. He did? Yeah. Hey, you're on AM. Hey, what's going on there, guys? Oh, my gosh, oh. you have a lot of bass in your voice. I know. You tell me that every time I call. You sound like you're what inside kind of, my head. Yeah. yeah. Where, why are you? Are you God? <laughs> <laughs> far from it. Far from it. i got a question for Corby. Go ahead. Uh, Corby, answer Jesus. <laughs> I will. Corby, this is the Lord. Hey, what's happened to you, man? Huh? What's happened to you? What kind of phone do you use? Um, I want to get one. Uh, it's, it's just a phone. I don't know what to tell you about that. Um, what's happened to you, Corby, since the baby? I mean, is, yeah, you've you're, changed. You're a I totally different you. man. I am. Yeah, you're almost. I I, I don't want to say worst out, but I'm funnier than Corby now, right? You're not even Corby. Come on, where is Corby? Well, <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm Gordon. But am I funnier than Corby now that he's had a baby? What have I done? Well, you, you've always been funnier than Corby. We're not talking about so much. Mm -hmm. Damn it. We're talking about. I'll get you, Keith. <laughs> Go. Let him go. Keep. Let him go. Is that true? I don't you think don't... God would use that word. You don't like uh, women. I never said that. First off, that require accessories. I've never been with one that did. You've never been with a woman who used that you know of accessories. Well, yeah. I'm sure that you've encountered of an course. accessory user. Of course. Just never became part of your ritual. I've never used an accessory. On, on yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, you must be black. Are you Corby? <laughs> oh, you're a P1, huh? <laughs> oh. Give it to the snake. Oh, yeah. Rose. Oh, you have a wife? Does she know about this? Oh, her name's Julie, too? Oh. Well, I bet I'll they be like to watch together. Yeah. Gross. <sighs> so you uh, you don't like accessory users? No, I never said that. I've just never experienced it. You've never... So your wife has no accessories? You've never purchased... I've seen her accessories. Oh, yeah. She's got the the so, special wall. That's all... <laughs> she's got the one that's all bumpy. Oh. I've never been with a woman. Yeah. I've never... One that has warts? <laughs> yeah. Have you? Yeah. Have you seen them use them on themselves? Sure. You have? Yeah. Have you? Let's just be careful with this conversation. Have you ever purchased one for your lady? Uh, I don't I don't know what you are talking about. Just uh, say no. No. Me either. Yeah. Hey, there is almost nothing that I haven't done with a guy. <laughs> Pretty experience when it comes to women. I own the ticket. Hello? Oh, Dave, it's a Tongan. It's one of your brothers. 
Club. Get out of the middle of U.S. Yacht Club. What? Something about the U.S. Yacht Club. I don't know. Well, they must have. I don't speak Tonga, Dave. I thought you did. No. I hear you're on the ticket. <laughs> Hi. Um. I. Uh, you guys were talking about music a few minutes ago. Oh yeah, I remember I that topic. Yeah. yeah, that was those are good stuff. You guys need to check out Al Jolson. It's very talking about absolutely nothing, and he dances like crap. And my next question is, Davey, are you sexually active in the gay community? Good question, Dave. Not at, the, not at the moment, no. I are on the ticket. That was a home run question. Peter Schofield here. Oh, hey, Peter. Oh, dang it, you kids got me again. <laughs> I on the, you're on the ticket. <laughs> if you had half brain, you'd hey, Goro, be you're a full wit. Out, What's that? Hey, do me a big one. Ah, uh, cheese hey, it. You're the, you're the me out. Do me a big one. Talk like this, huh? Hey, by the way, that was the funniest gag I've ever heard on bad radio ever. That Tom did? Was Tom Grill asking that question to in the Wayne old... Gretzky? Yes. God, that cracked me up. Took a lot of stones getting in front of everyone. It's one thing to get someone the, to the side. What do you say? The zebras? Or they... they gave me the business out there, Gene? What'd you say, champ? And Gretzky goes, he's like, what? <laughs> I don't understand you. <laughs> the zebras. I mean, yeah, the yeah, yeah, the cat's meow. Yeah, what did he say? He said, uh, you the, the zebras. What did you think about the, what did, what did you think about the zebras tonight with the, the cat's meow? Do you think they gave your boys the business? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That made me laugh funny. Hi, AM radios with you. I'm all over, dude. Mm, you are. Is what'd Danny? you do last night? Sounds like Danny Bayless. <laughs> no, I'm not Danny, but I was just out. Doesn't sound a little like him? A little bit. Little. Where'd you go? Uh, I was at that Milo place on Yale. Milo with little fingers. Yeah, and then I went to that place since. I've never been there before. No. Did you score there? Yeah, it was kind of a bunch of morons, but whatever. Anyways, All right. Thanks All a right. lot. That's Danny Bayless, heard on uh, the hard line. Ah, oh, you're on the ticket. Yes, can I change the subject for a second? Okay. About the bombing last night at uh, Southwest Airline, did you see Chalk 4 last night um, with the what? comment they made? Mm-hmm. What? Oh, they, what is this? There was what, no they, bombing. They, you well, know, oh, you know what I mean. Bomb there scare. Was, uh, but you see Fox 4, the reporter, um, the police officer says he, this gentleman was disturbed, took him to Parkland Hospital, and the reporter goes, is he elderly? And, right, you know, like a, not a question mark, but an explanation mark, and it was just like, the cop goes, No. It was just so funny. I don't know if you caught that or not. Mm, sounds like a laugh riot. Thank you for calling in. Eleven thirteen on the ticket. All right, you listen to the rant. Gordon Keith, Corby Davis, and Dave Lang. The most disturbing story in today's paper. I don't even want to hear it. Which, by the way, our slogan here is: We read the paper. So you don't have to. Hmm. All right. <clears throat> you don't want to hear this, Corby? You're the one that pointed it out. Well, I saw it, and it's just, it was horribly depressing. It is. This is maybe the worst story I've heard in forever. In Austin, a guy gets 17 and a half years for watching live child Pornographic. <laughs> no, don't play that stuff. Dude. Live? 
Yeah. A man, this is in the Dallas Morning News, okay? So if you have a problem with the story, please email them first. A man who watched a live internet broadcast of a man grexually grillesting. This is so bad. Dude, I, I'm telling you, it is really awful. The victim had only been on this earth for eight weeks. Are you kidding? No. Eight weeks. Two, yeah, it was a two-month-old. Two-month-old. Two-month-old female. A live internet broadcast. Yeah, of this. And the guy... It's, uh, it was some kind of weird deal. Okay, the guy who got 17 years for watching this, he was somehow in contact with the guy watching the live feed, directing the guy what to do. And the victim was... So it was, it was just like a one-on-one -on -one thing, like... I guess a video chat thing. I don't know. Right. But th this was the guy's daughter. So did, how, how is that... So is... How, how do you... Have they arrested the, the perpetrator? It doesn't say here. It didn't say. Surely they have. I mean, I just, obviously, I if they found the, if they found, they know who the guy is. Seventeen and a half years. <sighs> what is wrong? I people? don't. I know. And and then you read the stories, and it just makes you feel so sick about the world. And you just. All right. Here's a question can, I brought up the do? other day. Why is it that the child molester has the hardest time rehabilitating himself? As far as, like, drug addicts and, and um, alcoholics, it seems like that there's a fairly high percentage of successful rehab. But in child molesters, it just seems like it goes on and on, and they throw them in prison, they get back out, and they go right back at it. Why is that? Because they're just, they're wired wrongly. Yeah, there's no... You don't There's no rehabilitating. It's the their pathways burned in their brain that make them desire that. God. But doesn't that? Am I right? Doesn't it seem like that they're the ones oh, yeah, who no, never? That, that's. It's not just our speculation. I mean, that's proven. The recidivism of of child predators is extremely high. So this guy who just watches this on his computer gets 17 years. How much should the uh, the father of the two-month-old have gotten. You know that no, should be a. I don't know. That should be a death penalty. Uh, he no, doesn't get a death penalty. He doesn't deserve to live. This week. I heard some of that. He and you know I'm not one for capital punishment normally, but in cases like that, you need to take it on a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah, I just uh, if you do this to a two-month-old, and you know sometimes you know obviously the baby man it survive. Mm -hmm. If you do, how does that, how, how do you, how I does one know. say that doesn't warrant death? If you kill someone in that manner who's that innocent and... Don't know. I, I, I don't... Anyway, that's the most disturbing story in the paper, and it's in today's Dallas Morning News. Um, in Austin. Yeah. So, but we don't know from that story where the, uh, the actual assault took place. It, was that in Austin as well, or... It, just, it doesn't say here. Uh, two counts of transporting shipping materials involving so on and so on. Um, doesn't say. Does not say. Another, the funniest story in the paper is we continue to read the paper so you don't have to, is an oriental white stork. 
whose beak was snapped off last year. Oh, that's funny. Has a prosthetic, and they show a picture of the. Oh, that's nice. They show a picture of the stork with a prosthetic beak. Boy, people go to great lengths to help cure animals. Yeah, that's the way you and your wife used to be. Used to be. Yeah, you you hate the humans, but you loved animals. You know, and I often, once we had our kid, I wondered how my relationship would be with my dogs. It was still really hot. I have the same relationship with my dogs. They're still very important in my life. Yeah. I know people always say, you're just, oh, wait, man. You kick them to the curb, man. You're going to kick them right to the curb. You don't kick them to the curb. No. So, but the old hypothetical, your wife is... uh, driving down the road and there's a huge sinkhole in the middle of the road and on one side of the road are your three dogs and on the other side of the road is your son <laughs> that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard dave which yeah, way which, dave, which way does your it's wife impossible for corby to answer does she run over the dogs or does she run over your kids? She would run over the dogs. That was not the hypothetical ever. It yeah, was. It was. No, it was not. It was a homeless guy. I, I thought it was. Didn't you say that after like, um, I don't know. I think it some building collapse and, oh, was it 9-11 that you were more some, concerned? Some building collapse. You, you, were con- you were more concerned, not with the people who were trapped in the building, but that is cool that they're using those dogs. There could be chemicals in there. That they're making them sniff out for people when those dogs, you could, those dogs could get cancer or something from some of the asbestos. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. And the hypothetical was not would you run over your child or your it dog? Was, it was your dog or a homeless? It was it, your no, dog or ho- Dave, no, it, yes, it no, was. No, it was. It was a, a dog or homeless, and then the next step was dog or family member. Okay, well, that's the, no one would answer family member ever. Gordon's sister would. Yeah, she did answer that. She would. No, she didn't. She did. She said that she would run over Gordon's live-in girlfriend. Yeah. Rather than her dog. Than, okay, well, that's... Rather than her cat. All right, well, that's not her kid, though. It's always been hard to kind of... That's awkward at Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know? I, I do think about that. I just go, God, how does someone get that that way? That the, That an animal just gets so elevated above human life. And, and it's always, you know, people can say, well, you know, I've, I've been hurt by people and so on. But why make every example of a human responsibility for, responsible for the crimes or sins of some really bad human? You know, we don't do that with dogs. These same people don't have, apply that same sort of logic to dogs. You know, dogs do something bad and it's, oh, well, you know, it's not its fault or it had to have been a human's fault somehow. Yeah, it ripped the kid's face off, but I'm sure it was the kid's fault. You know, they've got to make it that it's always a human that's culpable. Never is it the animal. And I don't know what that is. I wish there was a, a, a good name. There probably is a name for that condition. Someone who will always think that... Uh, the animal is innocent and should never be, you know, you never put any animal to sleep ever. Because no they're acting, problem they because are. they're acting on their primal instincts. Right. Well, okay. They so don't know the difference between right and wrong. So, okay, well, let's just say humans are too. Well, no, we don't want to do that. I don't know. You know, Mandy, the ticket chick, was big animal person too. And she was always, it seemed like I put those same hypotheticals to her 
about killing people or, or a dog. She always wanted to kill people. Still not sure on the homeless guy thing. You're horrible. You're what, are, what about ten homeless guys or, or Isaac? Yeah, or your African-American named child. Homeless. Isaac James. What's his name? Is it... I would choose the homeless. Nubian blackie man? Nubian blackie man. Oh, I can't remember. What's his name? Isaac. Oh. So you would Yo, mow, mow down us, his Kobe son, Isaac, <laughs> Isaac James. Thank Let's get a little funk. Let's get some funk in this house. So you would bowl over ten homeless like Ah uh, yeah, ah uh, yeah. Would you? What's yeah, up? Sure. Y'all listen to that <laughs> ticket, man. My daddy's on day. Uh. Oh, come on, blow me up. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's the riff from Exodus. <laughs> Sounds like it. All right, hi, you're on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. Quick question is, if I wanted to deliver a package up there to Corby, would I be able to get in? Oh, dear. Oh, good <laughs> question. Sir, are you African-American? Yes, I am African-American. Aren't My you offended? Perry Mason. Aren't you offended by some of the things Corby has said today about African-Americans? I haven't said anything about African-Americans. I can't say that about Corby because I met Corby eight years ago at a place where I accused him of being racist. And over the years in listening to him, I have come to realize that I don't believe that he is racist. No, Thank he's you. not racist. He's just an idiot. Thank you, sir. So <laughs> is, your, is, your, is your package dangerous to us in any way? Should we stand clear when it's delivered? No, my name is Terry Mason. Corby, I know what it's about. Ooh. I'll tell you what, man. Bring it up on Monday. Adult toy delivery. You can't you, <laughs> bring it up on Monday. Cause on Monday, you no. Know, yeah, you can't get in here today. Okay, I'll do it on Monday. All right, All right thanks, man. Hey, peace. peace. All right, peace. Hi, you're on the ticket. Hey, it's Mandy, the ticket chick. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I can't remember the details of our whole conversation, but you were big on the animals good, humans bad thing, right? Yes. Now, have you changed in any way? Well, I think we got misunderstood. Okay. Because the hypothetical originally was, would I, if I was driving a car, would I hit your wife or a stray dog? <laughs> uh-huh. And I think being put on the spot, I said your wife just to get a rile out of you. Okay. Obviously, I'm not going to hit a person. I, I myself, personally, would try to hit my, my myself before I would hit either of the two. I would injure myself before injuring anybody or anything else. Right. But there's something screwy with the psychology of elevating a dog to the point of an innocent human being, and then all human beings are, are downgraded to guilty dogs in your mind. That's, I mean, it just okay. seems weird to me that, that uh, you know, because you'll sit there and you'll, I guarantee you ascribe all kinds of human emotions to animals. What's look at him. He's, he's sad that I'm leaving. He, he misses. He, look at that. He, he is, uh, he's mourning. He's, you know, and you're just doing all that sort of the anthropomorphizing of animals and giving them all these human emotions. Is that word which, again. Which, mm -hmm. the, which humans are the very thing you don't like, yet you're investing them with these human characteristics. Okay. First of all, there is scientific proof that dogs do have emotions. No, there's okay. not. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. Look at the yes, science there books. Is. Okay, okay so, well, I'll have to look at the science books. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but first of all, you need to know the whole situation. Okay. Some, some people can't have children 
So they view their dogs as their own children. Right. Which okay, uh, so, uh, that is a human substitute that they're using the kids. So they like humans. Right. Okay. And and you're telling me that that's wrong. No, I'm not saying that it's necessarily wrong, but I think it's weird that they don't take the next step logically, which is, wait a second, I'm elevating this dog to a human status, therefore I should have the same compassion towards humans that I have towards this dog. They do. Usually people that view dogs that way No, are I've had people. so many conversations with girls like you were that day, which was that I just don't like humans and everything, and I would run over a human before I'd run over a dog. And it seemed warped to me because the whole reason you won't run over the dog is you're making them human. So why would you run over a human? I wouldn't run over a human. Liar. How many people have you killed, Mandy? I couldn't tell you. There's so many. I've lost count. What about a homeless? <clears throat> Are is, they really even people? See, that's, that's, that's true. pretty much my point. <laughs> no, I think they... How many humans have rubbed one out to you? What? What? That's uh, a good question. I know of one in this room. <laughs> you guys want to answer the question too? I haven't. <laughs> no, I think okay. When are you gonna when are you gonna make love to me? That's what this all comes yeah, down to. Yeah, that's what it comes down to. I'm not sure how you got there. Can you diagram that? Don't worry about that. It's my, just, my mind is so complex and intelligent, I make huge leaps and I can't uh, explain yeah, all the intervening. I mean, it's it's like, it's the ultimate <laughs> end of the hypothetical is will you make love to me? Yeah. Will you explain the Mandelbrot set? The who who? <laughs> the Mandelbrot set? The Mandelbrot set. Oh, what is that like? Drawings of electrons? No, it's a complex math plane question. Never no. mind. But no. Kirby wants to know if you use appliances. <sighs> no, I don't, Mandy. You know me better. You know than what? Then. That always cracks me up. That no matter how complex human thought gets, you know all the complicated math that we do in chemistry and how we're trying to solve, you know, quantum mechanics Mapping and stuff. Mapping the human genome. Yeah, we do all that, but at the end of the day, we just want to kind of get a girl and yeah. get up on her and do some stuff. <laughs> That's because the world is ruined by our privacy. It is. Don't you agree yeah. with me? See that? I'm the genius that came up with that, so you need to surrender your body to me. It's the only okay, way. Okay, so do, do you want to talk about the... No, we gotta, Mandy, I we want go. access to your privates. Mandy, we have to go. We're late. Okay. Bye. All right, bye. All right, bye. It is 11.44 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. You're listening to um, continuing coverage of the rant as uh, we're about to go to break again as we took the last segment about 14 minutes too long. But that's okay. My name is Corby Davidson. I'm joined by Dave Lane and Gordon Keith, who doesn't seem to be in the office right now. We have learned, uh, sources have revealed to us that uh, the sicko who transmitted the images of himself with his two-month-old oh, yeah. uh, received 10 years, whereas the dude that dialed up those images on the Internet got 17 years. Okay. Where's the justice in that? 10 for doing it? 10 for doing it, 17 for watching That's it. That's like me shooting you, Gordon watching it, and Gordon getting 20 years, and I get like five. Did you hear that? The guy who actually did that to his two-month-old daughter only got 10 years. Oh, my goodness. So the guy watching got 17. Hmm. Does it seem right to you? Does it seem right to me? No. I think the guy who did that should get life. At least. Or death. At least life. I say death. You're giving him life. Well, it's, it's not a life or death. Why, yeah, why do you want to reward him for that? 
I didn't say he get, should get life abundant. I said he should get life. Oh. In prison. I don't want to talk about this story anymore. It's way too disturbing. Okay, fine. Let's talk about some fun. Something happened. Let's talk about what Corby just did to our restroom. You know, so I go in there to tinkle, and Gordon comes oh, in. Oh, yeah, that whatever. Was, whatever. That was n- and Gordon had- comes in to taunt me. <laughs> All he's doing in there was taunting me. I think he was cheering you on. Why didn't you just go use I the women's... Why didn't you use the women's restroom? There's no women what up I here. What I did is I, I dapped my nose closed and put duct tape across it to go in there into your war zone. You turned it into a battlefield. Our maids hadn't come and cleaned that place up? Where are they? Normally Gosh. that place is spick and span. Did, I'm sorry? What are you saying about our maids? Huh. Clean. Idiots. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, what yeah. Let's not, did in let's, the bathroom. let's not focus on that. It was it was horrible and it was scarring. Don't come in there. Why do you do that? This is a place of business. <laughs> what what am I supposed to do? I don't know. <laughs> Wait till you get home. Do do that foulness on your own property. When you went in there, and you like looked at the stall was like the air above the stall kind of like warped like looking yeah, at like, like the on the horizon and yeah, a, yeah and a, on a heat filled day real polluted yeah. it was horrible the air quality was horrible in there there was an ozone alert have you guys there ever- was an alarm going off because it was level red air pollution you know dave one time at a summer bash which is our annual summer party and for the entire staff, they have one porta potty behind the stage. You didn't, Dave, did you? Yeah, you did. Sure. Had to. Why do you guys live like animals? <laughs> 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 All right, let's just stop talking about it. It makes me sick. I agree. I completely agree. What are you doing tonight, Gordon? I don't know. What's up? You want to do something together? You no. should go to the Granada. You know What's who's at the on? Granada tonight? What? The English beat. Okay, really? we were trying to figure out what was Sooner their. Sooner or later, you let... Hold on, I'll get the guitar. Is that their song? Yeah. Sooner or later. What's another one? I don't have any idea. <laughs> Gordon, you're an expert yeah. on the English beat. What do they sing besides I'm Sooner or later? What? I'm not an expert on the English <laughs> yeah, beat. Yeah, you are. Uh-uh. What else is besides Sooner or later? For this, cry, cry, but I don't need my mother. Just hold my hand while I come. What? To a decision oh. on it. Sooner or later, your legs give way, you hit the ground. Sooner or later, you learn to land you in the house. Sooner or later, you, you get found out. Sooner it for later. <laughs> Sorry, I got sick. <laughs> Sorry, I got sick. Did Did they have do you another? remember any other hits of theirs? Yeah. Um, oh, this one. No, no. There is no bigger default song for you than that. What was that? Anytime I hear that, that's all I think of is you with the guitar. That and that... <laughs> I think of Chris McKinley. That Waylon... What, what is another song you... 
seeing a live coverage of Gordon tuning, tuning his guitar. guitar. It's not my guitar. It's the bitar. What are y'all doing? Stop it! I can't do that. <laughs> what are you doing? Stop! Did you see that they're shutting down the Deep Ellum tunnels? You know the tunnels. Oh yeah, the they're going to fill them in, right? Yeah, they're stuffing those full. Why? Uh, they're making. What are they going to do to the original sasses down there? <laughs> the dart rail is going to come screaming through there now. Yeah. So they're tearing down Good Records. Are they really? Yes. Good Records is moving to Greenville. That's good. Yeah. That's so good they're for stuffing good the big. They're stuffing the big holes full. With with what? I don't know. It's 11. So it's 11. It's 11. Oh, God. Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. All sports, all the time. It's a guy thing. So, you know, go ahead and scratch. Hey, how are you? It's your old pal, Gordo, wrapping up another rant here. And uh, why do the phones sound like they're on? I'm hearing the phones for some reason. Mm, there you go. Uh, other English beat songs. Mirror in the Bathroom. Oh, yeah. They sing that? Mirror in the Bathroom, bathroom. They didn't sing that, did they? The English beat? Oh. Uh, I'd like to thank, first of all, God. Second of all, His let me son. reverse that. I'd like to thank me first, and then I'd like to thank God. Wait a second. My priorities are so out of whack. I'm ready to turn over my life. Um, yes, thank God first, then the ticket, then you, Dave, then... Then you, then Corby. Right. That's then, the order I'd like to thank. Then Pete Tenney, then... But God is first. Is God first in your life, Dave? You don't go to church, Jeff. No, I don't. I haven't been in months. How do you... When you were a kid and they were like, uh, Hey, he died for you. You're like three going, Well, I don't, I don't understand. What do you mean? What's death? And they just say, Merry Blank and Christmas. 